Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just I feel this beat every single time. Welcome back, movie lovers, to another Hello. thrilling episode of Cinemates. We're here to dive into all things cinema from the box office hits that are sending the screens ablaze to some cozy movie nights we've enjoyed over the weekend. Uh, on today's episode, get ready to explore the dynamic world of box office numbers. Jake's obviously going to break down again. Uh, usually on our Monday episodes, today we're doing it on a Tuesday. Special Tuesday episode of As Cinemates. the uh, civic holiday here in Canada uh, took away our Monday, unfortunately. Oh, well. But uh, that's not all. We'll also be sharing our personal, personal <laughs> cinematic <laughs> adventures that we went on uh, over the weekend. I know Jake went to the movie theaters. I watched a couple couple films, including one of Jake's recommendations. Uh, so whether you're a big fan of uh, big screen spectacles or love discovering hidden cinematic treasures, Cinemates is your go-to podcast for staying in the loop and fueling your passion for all things films. Uh, we're going to try to keep this one relatively under wraps. I think we had a pretty giant episode on Friday. Also, yeah. thank you so much for all the feedback we've been getting on that one. Oh, tons of listens. Incredible. Tons of engagement on that one. You guys really like those guests. Uh, so thank you again to Jeff and Emily for uh, jumping on. Also, something we didn't mention last episode, uh, Emily drew our our rebrand. Oh my uh, god! Everything about the cinema. Oh, we're uh, so stupid, and we never even uh, shouted that out. So yes, uh, if you guys love our the art that we have out there right now, both for our faces and things that we put out, I was all drawn by Emily Steckley. Uh, Steckley's on fire. Her Instagram. Oh. Give her a shout out. She. Well, I mean, she did commissions for us, but she'll probably do some commissions for you. How did we not do I know, I, that? I completely forgot. Anyway, oh thanks, I Emily. Like we also said we would talk about it on an episode. Yeah, and we, we did. We, okay, we did. Okay. Thanks, anyway. Emily. Anyway, you're tuned into Cinemates, the podcast that keeps you updated on the latest box office trend. So, Jake. Hi. How you doing today? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. It's been a busy weekend. It's been a very busy week. We it's have a busy time for us. Two more busy weeks and then honestly we have two weeks where we can just focus on movies yeah and i'm gonna watch a lot i think we can we can pack in some great content uh in the coming weeks but we are so super busy here yeah uh, here i wanted to just school. say quickly before going off of the thing it is officially our most successful episode it beat the barbenheimer episode which is wow. crazy because that one was to the point and i hey thanks for listening guys i we, we say this every episode but yeah. honestly like this podcast has been a lot of fun for me because as I'm a film major, that time was not a great time for me with movies because I felt very un like very unmotivated to watch movies. And I feel like this podcast has slightly helped uh, reignite a lot of my passion for cinema. And uh, it's yeah. been great. So thanks to listeners. Thanks for all the feedback. Thanks to you, Mike, for helping me, I guess. So I guess I'll give you some <laughs> I was out feedback. last night, and I was we were talking about uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer with uh, whoever I was with. And then I was going through all the movies – I saw in theaters recently. I was like, oh, yeah, I went on a string of, like, really good movies. And I was listing them off. And I think it was at, like, seven movies. And I, like, what? I think I've gone to, like, two movies last year. Yeah. And now I'm in the span of, like, two months. I've been to the theater so many times. Well, when we started this, you saw one movie in the theaters, and that was Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it just shows, like, how fun this podcast has been that we yeah. both aren't burnt out, first of all. Like, no. we're 11 episodes in, and... Th this podcast is probably like a highlight of my week every single time. And that's yeah. why we exchange it to like two a week because we're like one week isn't really enough to do everything we wanted to do because I love the box office. I'm glad that we get to talk about it. And I know it, like some people are like, ah, Bod, why are you talking box office every weekend? It's important. And yeah. it's a passion of mine. Weirdly enough, you can say that's weird. I think the podcast of us is really cool. And I'm, I'm grateful that there's a platform out there that I get to share my geek and nerd <laughs> like to and you. So thanks, I guess. 
Want to get into some NP, box office? NP. Yeah. Th- throw me uh, throw me some numbers. So I'm going to do a twist to this. Is okay. I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go from 10 to 1, you know, because I think it's a lot more fun that way to just kind of spice it up. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you what you think each position is just to kind of make this a bit okay, more of a okay. game, you know? So you can't see the screen. Normally no. you can see the screen. I'm hiding it from you this time. And we'll get into each one's as we progress. So we'll talk about each one. Number 10, Mr. Michael. How about this? I'll give you two movies. I'll give you the outside <laughs> movies. Yeah. So you're not guessing. So at number 13, Spider-Man Into the Spy- Across the Spider-Verse dropped out of the top 10 for the first time in nine weeks. So round of applause. Is it available? Oh, yeah. Congrats, first of all. Great And it movie. is available on digital available today. Oh, okay. so awesome. What a theatrical run for this movie. $531,000 is dropped out. Number 12, Theater Camp. It's doing decent for a movie that's only in 555 theaters. $600,000. And then Insidious the Red Door dropping out of the top 10. Oh, wow. In just its fifth week with $1 million. So number 10, Mr. Michael Collins. What do you think number 10 is? Okay, let me check some show times here. Well, I want to make sure I know what's still <laughs> you gotta think in about theaters. It. Right, right, right. You don't want to be just um, be throwing out Transformers Rise of the Mid. I mean... I mean, I mean, you could. It's been on digital for a long time, and I will tell you, it's in a hundred theaters, <laughs> so probably going not from in the top ten. 10. Is tough. Can we try from one down? Or no, no you you're go going from way? ten. You're going from ten. Okay. One second, my internet is iffy. <sighs> the Wi-Fi is not great here today. Something about it. It's Sometimes it just like gets iffy. Like I think I have to go on actual data to even try this. Ew. Okay. Think of think of a number ten. This is a movie that I've listed before. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it's not not the big three. I'm guessing, right? It is if not a movie one of the you've big listed threes. before. Yes. Okay. Because there's a lot of new stuff. It's in been theaters. out for a while. Um. Give you the. It's been eight weeks in theaters. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of some hints. Weeks in theaters. Still about a thousand, a hundred theaters left. Um, I'm not going to say Sound of Freedom because I feel like that's going to still be up there. Uh, Mission Impossible? Elemental at your number Elemental, 10. Elemental, of course. Dropping of down. It course. is losing theaters. It lost almost 1,000 this week. Uh, it's rounding out its end of lifespan. Eight weeks at the box office for a worldwide total of $424 million. Yeah, that, was, that was only two months ago. Yeah. That and makes a lot of sense. This is the little engine that could. Yeah, to be congrats, able to be at Elemental, for somehow finding legs. A movie that I think we both really, really liked. Yeah. Uh, we talked about so much about animation last week, but I was still really impressed by this movie, despite the fact that it was very um, just trying to recreate what like fire and water looks like, yeah. which is something I think we were all sort of out of love with now. But I really like that movie. And it's going to get a second life on Disney Plus as well. So that'll Excellent. be probably coming out within the next two months, I would assume, on yeah. Disney+. Plus. I hope people go check that out. So that'll probably be the last week of it being in the top ten. Number nine, Mr. Collins. Um, I'm going to go Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Dial go. of Destiny at number nine. This dropped uh, almost a 1,000 theaters for a total of $1.5 million domestically this weekend, bringing its domestic gross to $170 million with its international at 198 for a worldwide total of 368. So that movie is officially not going to have the legs to move on. Oof. It's had six weeks. It's done decent. Yeah. It, it didn't open well. So it's held decently. 
just when you have a big budget, you're not going to make the money back at that point. So that is Indiana Jones at number nine. Number eight. Uh, I'm going to go with a newcomer. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Good guess. It is not. It's actually Talk to Me with a- Oh, I thought Talk to Me would be higher. Just a 39% drop. I guess it is a horror movie. It is. And it wasn't in too many theaters. It's only in about 2,300. Yeah. Uh, with a $6 million gross this weekend, bringing its worldwide total to $26 million. And off of that, Talk To Me is in the news today. Yes. Talk To Me has been announced, <laughs> which we talked about this. We were like, is, I, I think I briefly was like, is there going to be a sequel? And we were all like, no, nah, there's not going to be a sequel, right? Yeah. Then we see the money that it's made, and it's like, all right. You kind of got to make it at that so point. So this is a sequel announced to the already previously shot prequel. So the prequel has been shot. It is ready to come out. And I'm sure we'll probably see it next year, early next year sometime. I wonder what they're going to do with it because I don't, I don't know. I'm it's not really interested in a sequel. It's about the guy, to be the sequel or the prequel? Because the prequel it's is about prequel, the guy yeah. at the beginning of the movie that originally okay. possessed the hand. I, again, I'm also not really interested in that either. I don't know. We'll see. I like this as a standalone film. Maybe in a couple more years I would have been more interested. But I'm, I, I don't know. I just, I don't find any appeal right now in seeing a second one. I think it's just easy for them yeah. to make a sequel and when it made as much money as it did like it should not have been a shock to really anyone that, that this was getting get a another. sequel yeah i liked it yeah I, like I, I, we I, both i think were very high on this movie i just i don't know how much more they could explore with it right unless they describe about the actual thing which i think we both agreed was a good decision not to talk about the hand yeah i think they probably are that would probably be the direction there, that yeah. they're going in i just don't want them to go the way of insidious and such yeah, sort of I don't know. We'll see. It. I it has the original directors attached to it. Yeah, so that'll be good. So and they were they were excellent. So yeah, I'm I'm less worried if they're attached. I'm less worried. I'm just not interested. Fair enough. Yeah. Number seven. Uh, I'm gonna go with a new movie. I think this came out this weekend. Blue Beetle. <laughs> Blue Beetle is not out in theaters oh, yet. Damn. I'll give you one. I thought more actually chance. this movie might do well. It's not out. Is out this weekend? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. Next week. I'm gonna next go week. next weekend. Yeah. I'm gonna go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number six. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning at number it seven. Would obviously, be Mission Impossible. Damn. Thirty-seven percent drop, so it's holding decently. Yeah. In it's fourth week, not holding enough. But unfortunately, six million, six point six million dollars. I know some more people going to go see this movie. I do now. too. My parents saw this movie this weekend. I think they were just had the Barbenheimer hype. I think people, yeah. which was surprising. I think people were. Seen Barbenheimer first, and then we're like, okay, let's go back to Mission Impossible now. Yeah, which hopefully this continue will hold with legs. Thirty nine percent drop is encouraging that it will. Yeah, domestic total at one fifty one million so far. International at three forty two, bringing its worldwide to four ninety three. So it's slowly getting there. It'll cross five hundred million this week, and will look to make up its ground on Fallout. I don't think it'll get there, but there is a good chance of finishing in the top three, which yeah. is good. So. Also, Variety, why are you making articles like that? If you follow our Twitter, <laughs> you can see that I quoted an article from Variety saying, Mission Impossible needs to go back to what made the franchise so beloved in the first place. That first line of that article was ridiculous. Saying, when did Mission Impossible become an action movie? And I get it. <laughs> You're clickbaiting, right? I get it. You're clickbaiting. This has always been... Did you, did you watch Mission Impossible 2? Did you watch what John Woo did with that film? That's all action. It's not espionage at all. Stop it. Stop making stupid articles like that. That's not... Yeah. Who, who are you... Like, I get it. Clickbait. 
you got to get the clicks. You got me to click on it. You did your job, and it went viral. A lot of people were responding to it being like, you realize this is coming off of the best film in the franchise prior and is setting out what could be one of the better films in the franchise as well, and this is still a top three Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. It's a bit of a ridiculous You silly. <laughs> you silly people. Number six. Uh, here I'm going to go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sound of Freedom. Oh, my gosh. Dropping 40% as well, still holding ridiculously strong there. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk about Santa Freedom, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has to be after this, right? You don't want me to give the total box office For numbers? Sound of Freedom? $164 million. Wow. Congrats, Sound of Freedom. Still have less. I want to go see it still. God's kids are not for sale. Okay. We have to talk about all the stuff that came out about that movie by the way no we don't we, we don't <laughs> need to talk about that at all it's incredibly say, uh, incredibly ironic but we do not need to talk about it if you're interested irony yeah very ironic straight up irony number five you said teenage mutant ninja, teenage ninja turtles haunted mansion are you serious dropping 61 percent wow this week well thank god teenage mutant ninja turtles is at least higher yes for a total of nine million dollars this weekend <laughs> Horrible, horrible, bringing its domestic to $42 million and its international to $18 million, which is a worldwide total, if you do the maths, of $60 million in two weeks for a $150 million budget. Wow. Flop. Flop, flop, flop. That is a horrible number for Haunted Mansion. Disaster. But it's okay. You'll get your clicks on Disney+. Plus. Don't worry about that. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Number four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Thank Ninja you. Turtles in its first week. Well, technically its first weekend because it came out earlier. $28 million. Uh, a modest gain for an animated movie. Bringing its total to $43 million domestically, including Wednesday and Thursday. Only $8 million internationally for its worldwide total of $51 million, which is okay. You know, I think this is going to be a movie that more people are going to seek out the more the word of mouth works. And it's not like this budget was huge anyways. It was only $70 million. So it's probably going to make its money back, I would assume. I hope more people go out and see it. I think that's a decent gain. It's just there is a lot out right now. And I think once people kind of slow down on a lot of the other stuff, yeah, they'll probably go and check out this one, which you should. Yeah. It's a great movie. I loved it. So that one is at number four with $51 million total. Number three now. The Meg. Oppenheimer. <laughs> Number three, Oppenheimer. Number three, with an incredible drop once again of $37 million, or $37 million, 37%. Uh, not dropping theaters at all. Yeah. Only dropping 35 theaters this weekend for its worldwide total of $556 million. Wow. It is officially the highest grossing war movie of all time. Christopher Nolan doing his thing, outgrossing Dunkirk, his own movie, patting himself on the back. World War II movie, no? Ah, uh, yes. Or is it a war movie? War movie, oh. in general. Wow. Crazy. Good for you. I know. Good job, Christopher Nolan. Nice job, Oppenheimer. Which means number two. The Meg? The Meg. I knew it would be high, bro. Opening at just $30 million this weekend domestically. That's the key word here. Domestically? You want to know how much it opened internationally? How much? $115 million dollars to bring its total to 145 in its opening weekend. 
People love the Meg. Why? I don't understand. It's all China. $53 million coming from China this weekend, which is insane. China loves their sharks. Jason Statham Statham. just raking in the dough. Even though the reviews don't scare people away from this giant megalodon, everyone's like, let's go to the trenches. Let's go watch some... I'm not listening to the reviews of a movie called But the I am when mine, 90% of them are saying there's not the shark's not even in the movie for like most of it. <laughs> They're all saying it's boring human dialogue for 90% of the movie. Oh. And they cut away from the action. What? So it does a Godzilla 2014 thing, but then they just don't show you anything until like five minutes left in the movie. Are they making a new Godzilla movie? Yeah. I think I saw that. It's Godzilla vs. Kong again. That's sick. I think they're on the same team though, but it's still called so Godzilla vs. Kong. Other? No. They're... I thought they were making like a, it's called like Godzilla one nineteen or something. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. And but obviously, do you uh, like Godzilla v Kong? I love Godzilla v Kong, like the latest one. Yeah, yeah, I, I like all Godzilla. Oh, movies. sorry, Godzilla's it's not best, called Godzilla v Kong because they're together. It's Godzilla x Kong, like a cute little couple. Godzilla x Kong, the like new the empire. empire. Hell yeah! That yeah. should be next year. Do you not like Godzilla movies? Godzilla movies are great. I have an issue with Godzilla 2014 in killing off the most interesting human character oh. immediately. Yeah, nobody, and then nobody cares about those ones. They're fine. But I'm talking about like classic Godzilla. Oh, I the the original's okay. The I don't care about the original, bro. What do you mean classic? What do you mean they had a string from 19 like 50 to 2000? Yeah, that's the original one. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I'm just talking about like all the movies in between. You there's think like, I've seen like more like than 50. one of them? No, I've only seen what? I've seen that one. I've seen the 2014. I see. I saw King of Monsters and I saw Godzilla oh, versus you're a bad, Kong. bad guy, bro. Go watch <laughs> some classic Godzilla movies, all time movies. <sighs> They're fine. So yeah, the Meg. You've never seen them. You just said you never saw them. The Meg coming in hot, 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 hot at the number two, which means number one, Mr. Obviously. Collins, Barbie, Barbie crossing the one billion dollars this go. weekend with a fifty-three percent gross, fifty-three million dollar gross from the box office domestically this weekend, bringing its total domestic gross to four fifty-nine, and international to five seventy-four for a. Worldwide total of $1.03 billion. This is officially the highest grossing film ever for a woman director. Greta Gerwig, you beautiful, beautiful person bringing this movie to all of us. I'm so happy that this cultural phenomenon of Barbie has taken off and in three weeks has crossed a billion dollars. Incredible. Yeah. Good for you, Barbie. With that, we move to our top movies of the year in the top 10 starting off at number 10 transformers rise of the beasts officially kicking john wick chapter 4 out of the box of out of there bye john gone transformers really it's got that staying power man damn 433 million dollars at number nine ant-man and the wasp quantumania (laughs) 476 i know i keep forgetting about it that it just came out and went. Wow, yeah, that's after its insane opening of I believe close to two hundred million dollars and then just barely scraping <laughs> the rest of it. At number eight, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, getting passed by. Uh, get Oppenheimer passed it last week, but it's creating more distance. But it's still holding on. Four ninety three, Oppenheimer at number seven, five fifty six, just behind Little Mermaid at number six with five sixty six. So that will be passed this week by Oppenheimer. Number five, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I thought this was going to get to 6.690. I don't think it will. It's at 6.83. And with it out being on digital now, I think it's just set in stone. This will probably get 
close to, if anything, 685. I think it'll probably slowly round out about there. Yeah. I know someone who was at the, the movies yesterday and said that the screen was full for Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. I, I guess people are trying to see it one more time before it comes out. Yeah, that's fair. And it was a holiday. So I didn't have to rush. Maybe not. <laughs> I think it made sense to me rush you for yeah, the animated yeah, yeah. pod because no, if you didn't yeah, see yesterday that, was a holiday though. Yeah, so I think so it makes, makes sense. it makes sense. We might see a little bit of an uptick for the movie yesterday. Actually, I can find out. Actually, that's the power of this. I'll look into that a little bit later. So that's at number five. Number four, Fast X seven oh four. Number three, Guardians just, of the these Galaxy. These movies are so forgettable. They just like come and go. Some of them, but they make so much money. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three eight forty five, and then two and one stay the same. Barbie, which is at one zero three, and Super Mario Bros. at one three five three. So there's Super Mario. there's a chance that Barbie can push that number one <laughs> if it continues to hold like this. And with the movies coming out this month, the shot is legitimate. Yeah. Because I don't think any of the top three movies are going to leave anytime soon No, in Barbie Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible. I think that they're going to ride out the rest of the summer momentum. 100%. And the Meg, I guess. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Meg seems also like a come and go, though. Yeah, I guess so. Probably have legs for a bit, but... That's the box office this week. Any surprises there? The Meg getting that much international was definitely the biggest surprise. Yeah. I think I opened my eyes and was like, huh? <laughs> China, bro. Yeah. It's weird because China, they don't get a lot of... Uh, Movies. Not anymore, especially s- since they were just like, no, we don't want them anymore. And they've been censoring... A lot of the movies and a lot of the Marvel movies aren't opening them e- there either. so That's good. At least they don't have to watch that crap. <laughs> you know they're probably just streaming it, right? Yeah. It's a joke. Like you do on your cams. <laughs> I found Spider-Verse if you want to watch it. <laughs> don't tell me with a good time. I'm waiting for that one to come out on 4K. I did see it was available. I am That one I want to watch 4K again. Because you agree. Doing it, watching it on like your phone or anything like that is probably a disservice to the animation. No. Actually, true. You watched Avatar on your phone. I'm going to bring that up. This guy has watched <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water in segments for the past two months on your phone. Yeah. It's my I'm in the bathroom t- movie. That is the worst thing I've <laughs> ever heard in my life. You do realize that this is a cultural phenomenon that you're watching on your phone, right? No. The first movie was so forgettable. It's like a month later. Nobody cared. So is that why the second one still made close to $2 billion? People just like the way things look sometimes. Nobody, like, name one character from Avatar. My Jake. Jake Sully. Besides Jake Sully. Nachiria? Nah, you're making names up. <laughs> <laughs> I just named you two. What's the plot of the second one? Uh, so they have a family. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, I love Avatar. I, I, Avatar ge- sucks. Genuine, okay, no, you They're suck. Not, the first movie is so boring. Nothing happens. It's not interesting. They look horrible. Go Okay, relax. They look horrible. If that's going to be your main alien, why does it look so stupid? They're not alien. They're human. Like, I, I agree. It's a pretty looking movie, especially this one. It's like a really good movie to look at. But, like, why it's did like one they- of the best movies to ever, like, I've ever seen looking at. Okay, that's a little crazy. No, it but isn't. I guess, what? yeah, you know, it is pretty, it is a very pretty <laughs> what movie. Are you talking but why about? would they make the aliens so ugly? The aliens look terrible. I don't want to look at that for two hours. Have you seen them hours. cry? They're beautiful when they cry. Oh, bro, I don't want to <laughs> look at that for two hours. It's disgusting. Like, it's actually gross. It makes me want to are vomit. You, are you noviest? Yeah, it makes me want to vomit when I look at those aliens. <laughs> actually I, disgusting. I wish we had the camera set up right now yeah. so that everyone can put the your face to this. We we spent the, wor- the, pick the worst time to start doing video content. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
because we lost our camera this week. We lost our camera for two podcasts in a row. We corrupted two of the episodes. In the, yeah. and there's a, there's some weird stuff going on here. The last episode got cut off on the end yeah, of Spotify. And but you know it won't matter. We'll we'll get our clips up later. Like it'll be fine. But but yeah, more people for, to yell at you. Just for the listeners, man. This is just for the potties. Yeah, for just for the OG the fans, for our Spotifyers, because Apple, no one listens to us on Apple. It's all Spotify. Yeah. If you like your uh, avatar, by the way, feel free to message me your wrong opinion. Yeah. They're just bad. Am I wrong though that they look terrible? If that's going to be your main alien. Yes. You think they look cool? I think they you look think cool. You think they look good? That's yeah. a, that's a horrible take. It's all motion. I love motion capture. I think they all look great. Yeah, motion capture is fine. I'm just saying the actual design of the alien is ugly and gross. No, I don't think so. It's so stupid to look at. They look so dumb. They look like long pieces of like worm <laughs> droplets and water and stuff. Gross, yucky. They look like big worms. Maybe if you didn't watch it on your phone and you saw it on like a big screen. Nah, it's, it's actually yucky. Yucky and gross. You're yucky. Anyway. Anyways. That's <laughs> that's the box office this week and your bad avatar takes. You want to talk about what we watched this week? Sure. Why don't you start? Why don't you start? Why? Uh, I'll let you start. Yeah. I, always, I always start. Watched the first Muppets movie again yesterday. Hell yeah. So good. Great cameo. Such great music. Music is amazing. Jason Siegel. You can really just tell. I love when you can tell someone's passionate about something. Amy Adams looks like she has the time of her life in that movie. Yeah. It's just like such a fun movie. I remember when Walter was a good Muppet when they introduced <laughs> him and then they killed him in no, the second movie because yeah. they just. The second one's so bad. They just took everything from the first movie Why and made it worse. Why did they do that? I don't know. That's such a dumb idea. They had such a winning recipe with the first one. Just make the Muppets again. <laughs> it's not that yeah. hard. And then they had an evil Kermit. And it's like, eh, what are you? What it's are you just doing? weird. It, the second one was just dumb. Yeah, not very good. And there was it was such like a passion project. Like you could tell even when you're watching like uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, just with the Muppet or the puppet stuff in that <laughs> that he loved um, Muppets. Yeah. So it made yeah. sense to finally get him into something like that. I want another Muppets movie, man. But the new Kermit yeah. voice, I can't stand the new Kermit voice. No? Have you heard it? Why? He's not very good. Because the original- uh, I, I, It's all it's all Kermit. It's all the same to me. No, the it's best not. Muppet? Who's your favorite Muppet? Uh, Swedish Chef is up there. I'm Swedish big, Chef? I'm a big Swedish Chef, man. I, I, I cry tears when I see that guy talking. For some- Like, it's <laughs> just- It's because it's just gibberish- and it's so funny. I also love Gonzo. Gonzo's a Gonzo's great. Gonzo's great. Rizzo. He's not yeah. in that movie, but I've never, Christmas Carol. That's like the yes, best. Christmas Carol. That's he's like the best. He's great Christmas in, but I ever. haven't seen. I haven't seen him in a ton. Mainly because no. I haven't watched a lot of the old Muppet stuff, but I've watched a decent amount of it. Do you think the Christmas one is the best movie? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I watched. It might it, be the best Christmas movie. I watched it drunk out of my mind for the first time, and it was a trip. It was so great. <laughs> I don't know if that's a fun thing to do. Michael Caine's really fun in that movie. Michael Caine's great, yeah. It's a great movie. It's phenomenal. It's the best Christmas Carol I've seen. I know people say Scrooge is the best. <sighs> Scrooge is fine. Scrooge is, yeah, but Muppets it's Christmas old. Carol is it's more like, fun. It's like a boomer movie, though. Is the new Muppets, well, 2011 Muppets, is it one of your favorite Muppets movies? Ooh. Or is it yeah. just like a good reintroduction, I think reintroduction so. to no, them? No, I think it is up there. I think it's definitely like top three. Like what's actually, here, let me pull up some Muppet movies. What would you say? I I would say it's it for me it goes the 2011 and then Muppets Christmas Carol as one 2011 yeah that's my oh, favorite one no the Muppets Christmas Carol is like the movie I know but it's I just think a better movie I didn't than grow most up movies on it. without Muppets I didn't grow up on it I don't even I don't think you need to grow up on I don't on know it. I think that's a huge part of it 
Really? Yeah, I do. I I don't get me wrong. I really liked it, but I I was twelve when the twenty eleven Muppets came out, and that was like the perfect time for me to get introduced to these characters the way that I did because I didn't grow up on the Muppets. Weirdly enough, true. Yeah, the Muppets is up there. Muppets from Space is great. Gonzo's origin story. Muppet Muppet Treasure Island. That's a good one. Muppets Christmas Carol. I think is number one. Take Manhattan. Uh, Muppet Caper. Muppet Movie, 1979. Yeah. They're all so good. I just don't think Disney knows what to do with them anymore. And they've tried so many different things. I think things. that was such a great reboot. It just didn't The really Office-style Muppets show was terrible. And I yeah. cannot believe that they thought that that was a good direction to go. Such great characters. They have been trying to do Disney Plus stuff. They did a show about Animal and his gang, and that didn't do good either. Yeah. And then they tried a Muppets Now show, and that didn't do well. And then they tried Muppets Haunted Mansion, and that one also didn't do well. It's like, come on, guys. They're not that hard to do. They're not that hard to get. I think Haunted Mansion is a step in the right direction. Yeah. That's doing something. That's what you should do. Do like a Muppets Top Gun. <laughs> you know how fun yeah. that would be? That's I mean, just, all the Muppets movies were stupid to begin with. They're I know. So I agree. But that's what you need to do is you need to put them in more of those yeah. genre-based I agree. stuff. Like, like Treasure Island or uh, Christmas Carol or Caper. Well, I guess they tried to do that with Most Wanted where it was like a chase. But that wasn't... It's just there horrible. Was, but it's the, just a bad movie. That's like a different. Like I want a specific. Like you're in a movie genre, or like a, yeah, a specific I movie. Agree. Like the haunted. Or just Mansion. remake an old movie with the Muppets. That's what I would want to see. Like do like Peter Pan, but it's the Muppets. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly what I want. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, I think we're saying the same thing. I yeah, you yeah. worded it better. Remake old movies with the Muppets. Yeah, it's yeah. a winning formula. People yeah. love the Muppets. I agree. And since Jim Henson passed, I just don't think they've done justice to the characters. Good movie though. Great movie. Great movie. All time. I watched Infinity Pool. <laughs> yeah, I saw your one-star review of that. I don't believe you like that movie. I do. It's really fun. I don't believe you enjoy that. What didn't you like about it? Uh, it's First of all, it's a horrible movie. It's terrible. There's nothing good about it. Please name me one thing that was good about that movie. I really like the acting in that movie. The acting is just fine. Mia Goth's really good. No, she's not. She's trying to be really good. She's doing the best with what she can, but she's just completely weighed down by how horrible the script is and how bad the movie is. It's did you so watch, bad. Did you watch Brandon Cronenberg's other movie? Which one? Uh, his first one that he did. It was uh, came out a couple of years ago. Which one? I don't remember what it's called. Why am I blanking on this? I really liked it. But I, you're a big Cronenberg guy, which is why I'm surprised that you... Yeah, this movie's horrible. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing good about it. Like, it's such an interesting concept, and then they just never explore it, and they just like, let's do sex and hallucinogenics for a good half of the movie. Yeah. And it's just oh, so bad. The beginning, it's like Midsummer, where they kind of set up something where you'll enjoy it, and then they're like, let's never explore anything or talk about anything or have anything remotely interesting. It's so boring. <laughs> like, this movie is actually horrible, and I... I genuinely do not believe you like it. When I saw this movie, it's in such theaters, like a film thing where you're like, "Oh, this movie must be, sound smart." I'm going to pretend I like it. I don't think you like this movie. It's a visually appealing film. It looks no, great. it's not. It looks the great. hallucinogenic stuff is so stupid, and no, it does not look good prior to that. No, I it does. It doesn't look good at all. Uh, when I saw this in theaters with my buddy, we first of all he hated it as well. Yeah, we it's a bad movie. We sat down there. It's genuinely a bad movie. One of my favorite things is when there's a indie horror movie playing in a regular theater and seeing people walk in not under like knowing what they're sitting around for there's a 70 year old grandpa watching this movie beside me and when that one scene at the beginning happens oh he gets jerked off yeah he his face was like oh, oh, oh like looking so stunned and i was just trying not to laugh so hard i i thought it was great i had fun with it what was good about it 
What you, what you, I just told you some things that were good about it. You I said think, the acting, and it looks good. I thought the suspense was really good. There's no suspense in this movie. Why? They just don't. They, they never builds anything. You, I know you like atmosphere in movies. This movie never built an atmosphere. It kept pretending it was, and then it would just be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. if you're smart, you'll get it. But there's nothing to get. <laughs> it's just a dumb movie. It doesn't make any sense. Possessor is the. It doesn't other even need to make done. sense. It's just. It's very bold. It was not bold. I, I want you. I know what you're thinking, and I think it. It almost was bold. It just wasn't. It gave up on trying to be bold. It gave up on an actual good movie that it was trying to be halfway through the movie. I like the ending. And it's great. I thought the ending was good. And I, I honestly enjoyed the concept of the movie. They just never did anything with it. It was so frustrating. It was terrible. Also, who's the hottest Skarsgård? Who's the hottest Skarsgård? Is it Bill or Alexander? Alexander. I think so too, man. People like Weird people Bill. Like Bill. People Bill's love Weird, weird Bill. He's so, I, I just don't believe you like this movie. Like, yeah. I actually don't. And I know the movies you like. I feel like if you, everything you tell me you like about indie horror movies, I don't know. There's something you about should it. like. That. I love you the should identity dislike crisis that of the movie. I thought the mask, but they never really explored cool. that. They never explored the identity crisis. You're just supposed to. He just has like oh, a thought one time, and then they never they never do anything with it. It's just like let's do drugs and have sex the whole movie. I think that's, that's it. That's the point, though. But that shouldn't have been the point because it was boring and it, <laughs> it was so boring and it didn't do and didn't add anything to anything. It was just like like honestly. I know I've given this take before about Midsummer. In mid in ten years, when they talk about Midsummer, whatever that guy's name who made it, he's gonna Ari be like, "Haha, that was a joke. Uh, that was the, to, just to roast all you film losers who think that this is a good movie. It's a terrible movie. This movie, p- pretending to be Midsummer, is so much worse. It's so much worse than Midsummer, and I hate Midsummer. I think that's one of the worst movies ever made. This movie <laughs> Such a bad was take. so much worse than Midsummer. It pretended that it was smart, and it never, it never lent itself to ever being smart or anything that was appro- or interesting or appropriate with what it was trying to do. It was so pathetic. And when they do the the scene where she's like, uh, "He built an infinity pool," shut the f <laughs> up, bro. How stupid. Do you, do you think your audience is that? Do you think that's clever? That is so not clever. It's so stupid. I can't believe that they actually put that in the movie. That was an actual piece of dialogue in the movie. That was the dumbest piece of, like, oh, my God, script I've seen or heard in so long. It was so stupid. That's like when people, like, make a song and the chorus is so, it's like, baby, 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 but he names it, like, girl in the red hat or something. How dumb do you think your audience is? Bit too on the nose for you? <laughs> I don't know. You're entitled to your own opinion. It, it's a very, like, it, you're not alone. There's a lot of people that don't like this movie. It's just a bad movie. I mean, fair enough. I'm not, I'm Honestly, I'm not going to roast you on that one because it's, it is, it, fair, like, I get it. It's a very weird movie. It does feel like nothing happens because that's, narratively, that's part of the point of it. Yeah. But, I, I fair enough. I just thought, I had a good time. I thought it was fun. I just had a fun time watching it. And it's a very weird yeah. and I feel like if they cut like half of the second half of the movie to like twenty five minutes, then it could have been sort of like I think a fun the first half was a lot stronger. I, I actually well I was interested in the first half. Yeah, the second half just, is and then they just they just dis- disregard everything they built up for you. Yeah, the second half is weaker. I I do agree with that. I like the I, end. I just had a f I just had a fun time with I th- it. I also like I think you were telling me not to look up anything about the movie before going in, right? So I didn't know yeah. anything what this was about. Well, it's more fun that way. Yeah. I watched it with Maddie, and she was like, I thought this was a superhero movie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she saw Infinity and immediately yeah, thought superhero. Infinity War? No. Uh, but, yeah, I just – you're right. There was a second half, which is so bad. And I thought it actually built something at first to be sort of interesting. Yeah. And then – I liked the concept of it. I thought it was cool. And I thought they could have done so much with, like, the identity of, like, oh, you're killing basically – you. You should watch Possessor. 
yeah. his, his debut. I think it was a lot stronger of a film. I do like Possessor a lot more than Infinity Pool. I like I gave them both, I think, the same score, but if you like good performances, Christopher Abbott in that movie is tremendous. And I, that's very more in kin of Cronen like David Cronenberg's so. films. This is Brandon Cronenberg we're yeah, talking yeah. about as well, his son. And I think he has a promising career. I'm excited to see what he does because he obviously took so many influences from his dad. Yeah, oh, 100%. And I'm, I think he's a very capable director, and I, I do think he'll make better movies that you'll enjoy. I think Possessor would be one of them. You should watch it. He made Antiviral, too. That was a short film, I believe. Yeah, 65%. No, two hours. Oh. What? I thought Possessor was his debut. That's 2012. Oh, yeah. Huh. I yeah, guess he's I'm got wrong. a short film from 2010. Called the camera and Christopher Merck. I don't know anything about antiviral. Yeah, Should I think that uh, so. This is his third film. If he does something interesting like he did with the first half of that, then I'm fine with him making watch movies. Possessor. But I do not care after that movie. Fair enough. What else to watch? Uh, that's it. Oh, that's I watched. Watch? Um, what's that show? Oh, uh, the the what's the chef? The bear. No, the chef, the Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> oh, you watched Master Chef? No, uh, the Hell's ho- Hotel Hell, Hotel Hotel Hell. What? Yeah, the one where he does the hotels. It's like it's like Kitchen Nightmares, but he goes to hotels. How many shows does Gordon Ramsay have? I don't know. Doesn't man. he have that Next Level Chef show too? Yeah, <laughs> this guy's just in everything. Yeah. Watching the Netflix one too, his latest one, which is so weird because I don't care about cooking. Master Chef's been mid this season. I'm a big I'm a big Master Chef guy. Think it's been mid. It's been mid for a while now. It's my it's the same issues that I have with Survivor where they're trying a bunch of new things and I just don't like it. Like the team challenges are my favorite part of Master Chef and they just don't do enough of them now. It's like like why? I just like watching a bunch of them like all be together and just yell at each other for an hour. And then Gordon Ramsay he's he's too nice now. Yeah, he's way too nice. Go back to being a dick. I think I would love that. And then they have Joe, who is just way too much of a dick for no Who's reason. Joe? <laughs> don't, 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 no one, no <laughs> one respond. No one respond. He's, he's, he's testing me right now. Christ. That's all you watched? Yeah, man. Dude, we've been so busy. I'm surprised they even got those two movies in. I, I really wanted to get Infinity Pool out of the way, though. Um, because I, I was trying to go think of the list that you gave me before. I still have not watched Sanctuary. Yeah, though, I know. As your highest yeah, recommendation, yeah. but yeah, I know. Uh, at least Infinity Pool. And that was in your top 10? Not anymore. Okay, thank God. It was in my top 10. It's not anymore. We, when we started this, it was a very different time than yeah. now. All right. A lot of movies have come and gone. Quite early. None like Theater Camp, which is the first yeah, movie I saw it. this week. So I actually wasn't expecting... Like I've, I heard, I saw the review and I saw that they were good. And I was like, okay, whatever. I have not laughed this hard at a comedy in so long. Molly, really? Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman who directed this, and Molly Gordon was also in the film, brought such a fun, energetic style to the movie. And it's a, yeah. it's a mockumentary, which I didn't know going oh, in. Oh, it's a mockumentary. Yes. It's very, it's more fly on the wall, and the camera crew aren't really a part of it, but yeah. they're constantly interjecting with, like, lines in, in the film, like, just saying something so funny that you read it and you're laughing. Like, my entire theater was just laughing the entire time. It's consistently funny. It's written... Smart and Jimmy Tatro, 
this guy needs to be in more movies. I've been a huge fan of his for so long. Yeah, he's and really funny. Every time he's in a movie, he's in this. Yeah, that's sick. He just blows me away by how funny he is. The whole cast is hilarious. How was Ben Platt? Ben Platt's back? great. Ben Platt is so good in this movie. Molly Gordon is my standout. Yeah, but Ben Platt, the two of them, they're inseparable. That's their whole characters. Is that they're they went to camp together and they like would do they do everything together. So their whole characters are very in kin with each other, and the the chemistry that they have, the dialogue that they say, is so stupid, <laughs> but so entertaining. For ninety minutes, this thing flies by, and it has so much heart. I was not expecting to feel what I felt about a play about a woman in a coma. That is what they, this whole thing is about, a play that they do about the old okay, okay. Don't, camp don't supervisor. Don't spoil it too much. It's not me. spoiling, I see. but this is what happens in the first five minutes is okay. that the camp instructor goes into a coma and then Jimmy Tatro's character comes in and he's the new head and he's trying to help the camp survive being bankrupt. Okay. And they, 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 they put on a play. At, towards the end it is. Okay. The kids are all great in this movie and funny and charming. And yeah, the characters aren't really explored that much, but I don't care. It's so much fun. It's the most fun I've had. One of the most fun like I've had in a movie all year. It rivals Barbie is my favorite comedy of the year. And that song at the end, I, 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 I want to listen to it again. All right, okay. And if you like Post Malone, you'll want to listen to some Post Malone after the movie. Oh, So I get four out of five stars. Big fan of that movie. Heck yeah! Okay, I and it's—I uh, I really want to see that. It's one. on the upper echelon of my four out of five stars, so it's cl- it's pushing a four and a half. And I, I want to rewatch it. Go see it if you haven't seen it. It's still in theaters. Go support comedies. I said Please. this over and over again. Molly Gordon, man, what a year for her! Yeah, directing the film, starring she in her own it? film. Yeah, she oh, co-directed it with that. Nick Lieberman, <laughs> and hit he, he, him too. Like both of them came out of nowhere. That's sick. I. Why what? is it in such little theaters? It's a searchlight film. Okay. It's what searchlight is. If it's not the your Taika Waititi's, it's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Main, which is fine. It is. It's. It, I saw an in indie theater. That's sick. I love indie theaters. It's like the perfect place to watch movies like this. Yeah. In a community of people that love film. Yeah. And that's how you know it's a good movie if everyone's loving it, yeah. and you can tell people leaving with smile on their faces. I don't yeah. see that a lot. More many people walk out and they're. Like, mm. A lot of virgins. <laughs> what? <laughs> At an indie theater. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. So your people, losers. All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. That's. I hope every single person comes and. Hey, that's what people like about this podcast. You're into that. <laughs> I'm not. Why are you make? Why are you painting me in this light that you first? Right. You said you like to go to indie theaters. What's wrong with indie theaters? Hang out with your people. Nothing. But I could call you a <laughs> loser virgin. This is such a pointless <laughs> argument. I don't you're, think it's an you're argument. trying to get a rise out of me. You're trying to get, all right. You're trying to get a rise out of me, and I'm not giving you the satisfaction that you want. Panic Room, David Fincher. This little this little movie. Not a lot of people talk about. It's in the, well, I mean, people have seen it, but it's just not really discussed. Jodie Foster, Kristen Stewart, a young Kristen Stewart, Forrest Whitaker, Jared Leto, jump scare. Did not know he was in this movie. Jump scare. Jared Leto, jump scare. I was terrified. He showed up at the door and I went, ah, he's in cornrows. He looks awful in this movie. He's actually really good though. I forgot that Jared Leto was a decent actor, <laughs> to be honest. Know, just... After the movies that he's come out with in the uh, past, like 10 years with Morbius and Suicide Squad, I forgot that this guy was an Academy Award winner 
Jared Leto. Yeah, not a fan of him. Also a cult guy, so. That's true. The uh, the things David Fincher was able to do with the camera also. In this movie? My goodness, he's a wizard with the camera. He, there's so many shots where it's like, he because they're in a panic room obviously it's called panic room i figured uh but they they, the ways that they like intersplice between the two people the home invaders and the people in the panic room and the way he's able to fly through walls and just like up and down it's really cool and it's in 2002 and it still looks really good i mean that's a great cast it's a fantastic cast jody jody foster man what an actress so incredible. She's so good. It's a really fun movie. I had a lot of fun with it. It's a good thriller. A lot, a lot of good stuff. Heck yeah. Where'd you watch it on? Netflix? Netflix. And it, I had to crank the volume up to 100 because Netflix is so bad with sound. I find that when I'm going through my different apps or stuff, something's got to put like 100. I know. It's Netflix. I, I find Netflix is actually pretty decent for me. Prime's like, fine Prime for me. Prime is like, I have to crank See, it what, what is wrong with that? Crave I have a sound bar too. Do you watch stuff? Do you have a smart TV? Yeah, I've got a 4K okay. smart TV. I use Xbox for everything. It's probably why. To like go through my apps? Yeah. Always Xbox. Because I don't think the apps can hold consistent... Sound? Anything, really. Because like, I just think the apps are just... They're not designed for It's an app apps. on the smart TV, though, too, no? I know, but I think they they like put more effort mm. into the smart TV stuff than they do for like the Xbox app. Xbox I mean, just like look at the too. TSN app. X- the TSN stuff is so bad. It's Xbox so bad. is funny, too, because you have to change the Xbox settings for the visual settings of like watching a movie. But it's weird because I can't sign into like other apps on my TV because they're already signed in the Xbox and you have to transfer everything over and then you have to like, oh, can you change the whatever primary? It's so annoying. Yeah. At this point, I'm just watching that Xbox. <laughs> Bad Xbox. That's why I need an Xbox all the time, you know? Yeah. You just carry uh, it around with you everywhere? Yeah. Honest to goodness. <laughs> Sound like a loser version to me. <laughs> American Animals is the last one that I saw. And this is a little movie, 2018, about a little crime that happened in Lexington, Kentucky in 2004, where a group of men try to execute one of the the most audacious art heists. It's a small-known film with Evan Peters and Barry Keoghan. Good cast. But what I really enjoyed about this movie was when I, first of all, when it happened i was like oh my i don't think i like this it's a narrative film but they interspliced documentary style in it with the real people because this is based off a true story but it's also them recreating it to tell the documentary style so they have interviews with the four guys in it and they're able to intersplice between everything and there's certain scenes where Barry Keoghan will look at the screen and start talking, and then he'll cut to the real guy talking. Or when Evan Peters was in the car, and Barry Keoghan went to the store, and then Evan Peters turns, and then it's the person that he's playing. He turns and goes, do you remember it like this? And he's like, no, but if this person saw it like this, then that's okay. And it's so cool because they're also able to – they have the two main guys – but one person's telling it one way, and then some other person will like recount it a little bit of a different way. So they'll they'll show both. Oh, and it's really interesting. It's such an interesting narrative device, and I haven't seen it done in a movie like that before. And the story's really intriguing. Never heard anything about it. They're just trying to steal some books from a library, and it's these four innocent people trying to do this. And what starts as a fun, goofy 
at points heist really shift like shifts to when the crime happens and it becomes a melodrama and it's strange but it works and it's masterful storytelling and everything writing directing for a movie i've never really seen a lot of hype for I've, yeah. i know a lot of people who love it and i really enjoyed it and i think it's great what'd you watch it on prime okay i'll give that a watch it's a lot of fun and the shifts really work the documentary style if you buy into it works really well because then you really feel the guilt the pain that these guys feel off one decision of their life and how it ruined their lives and they also have it intersplices it with their family as well just feeling everything it's really good it's a, it's a really good film i urge people to go see it okay evan peters is great barry keoghan's good it's a it's a great movie a lot of fun with it heck yeah so i'll, give that, watch I'll that. give that a check and that's about all i watched this weekend nice three movies is pretty good man that's a lot of movies. I was, dude, we're so busy. I know, but I'm actually surprised we're still able to find something to watch. <sighs> it's never, it's never a dull moment in the world of cinema. No, gosh, no. I want to find out what's coming out this week. Let me know, man. Let me know. So there is no movies coming out this Wednesday. So no movies to discuss, but there is some TV shows coming out, and a decent amount of them, starting today. Because today is Tuesday. Only Murders in the Building Season 3 has come back on Disney Plus slash Hulu. Tremendous show with Steve Martin and Selena Gomez and... Martin Short. Martin Short and the new cast of Paul Rudd and Meryl Streep. Do you like uh, Selena... I know you already mentioned it in an episode before that you did like Selena Gomez in this show. Yeah. She can't really act, though. Yes, she can. Nah. Have you watched uh, Only Murders? Yes. She's not a great actor. I thought she had really good chemistry with Cara Delevingne. And I don't think Cara Delevingne is a great actor She's either. She's terrible. <laughs> but I thought she was good in Only Murders. Yeah. She's better um, than Amy Schumer, that's for sure. Okay. Amy Schumer's great. <laughs> no, She not. can actually act. We're not getting into that. Cindy Gomez can't act, though. I, I gotta be honest. I haven't seen the, se- the She's episodes not yet. Good. Do you She's know? She's not a good actress. Okay, shut. No, I'm I not love get- Selena Gomez. I'm not getting By into this. By the way, this. she's all time. I'm not getting into this. But not a great actor. Stupid. Um, She's not. I'm sorry, man. Do you know who the guest in the new season? No, yeah, because they always the have new a new, like a new haven't person seen anything the, about the, the Pentos. Staying in the first season. Yeah. Amy Schumer in the second season. I have no idea who it's going to be in this season. Probably going to go home and watch them. To be honest. Yeah. Big fan of the show. So that is back. The first two episodes have released. Zombieverse on Netflix? Sure. I don't know what that is. Zombieverse? Yeah, if you ever wanted to go get your zombie on. <laughs> zombie. You can never have enough zombies. It's a drama series. Participants must outwit the undead during a zombie <laughs> outbreak in Seoul, South Korea. Oh, that kind of seems cool. Yeah. Has a bad rating, but I'm oh, sure. 79% people liked it. I'm sure it does have a bad rating. Are you really surprised it's a Netflix show? Well, what about Squid Game? That's a South Korean Netflix show. Uh, yeah, well, it depends. Squid Game is... I. What's wrong with Zombieverse? Seems like the same thing, just zombies. <laughs> it's zombies. We've talked about this. Zombies is too much zombies. As well, tonight, Hard Knocks, training camp with the New York Jets. Yes. The not talked about New York Jets at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch Aaron Rodgers be a weirdo again, now's your time on HBO. Because Do you like Hard Knocks? No, I don't. I like Hard Knocks? I think Hard Knocks is really boring. And with quarterbacks... 
there's not a reason for hard yeah, knocks. Yeah, quarterbacks anymore. was way better. Uh, it's better production. You get a lot out of hard hard knocks. Though. The in season hard knocks is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's no reason like it. for it. No, they. What was the team before? The Colts and the Cardinals. Wow. You gotta find like. <laughs> no team wants them. I'm shocked the Jets are even allowing this, but it's because Roger. I'm shocked Rogers is allowing this. He said no to quarterbacks, but he said yes to this. <laughs> Weirdo. I'm, I'm not watching this. I don't like hard knocks. I tried to watch the Cowboys one. I turned it off immediately. Cowboys one was great. No, not a fan. Uh, Wednesday, moving. This is a show from Hulu. Speaking of South Korean TV shows, that's coming out that has a lot of hype to it. It's based off a webtoon, and it's about- A webtoon? It's a supernatural drama that deals with three teenager high school students and their parents who discover their superpowers. I, there's not much else out on it right now in terms of reviews, but it has faced multiple delays in production. It is scheduled to come out tomorrow. So this could be absolute crap. We don't know yet. I just wanted to highlight it because it's Disney Plus, and we don't really see too many live-action Disney Plus shows, especially a South Korean live-action Disney Plus show, I might add. Could be good. So I wanted to put this on everyone's radar in case it is good. If it's not, sorry. My bad. <laughs> uh, also... Speaking of Disney Plus, High School Musical, the musical, the series season four, it's still going on somehow. They lost Olivia Rodrigo and they're still chugging along. Good show. I didn't mind the first couple of seasons. I stopped yeah, watching. They were good. I stopped watching in season three. Yeah, it's for kids. It's, yeah. It was the first season was kind of fun because you're like, oh, High School Musical's back. And then oh, kept, the songs are really good. Yeah. Oh, they're talented. And I, okay. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I was, I was I don't care it, about yeah. this. <laughs> and clearly the most talented out of all of them was Olivia Rodrigo. And then when she left, I was like, what's the point yeah. of watching the show anymore? So if, if you're into it, it's back. Go enjoy. Uh, Strange Planet on Apple TV. This is the Dan Harmon new animated show. The creator of Rick and Morty. Community. And have you, which you still haven't watched yet. No, I have not watched that. So that's out. It's always worth mentioning when a new Dan Harmon comedy is out. See how that goes. I'll probably check it out. I'm a Okay, no. Watch Community first here. Okay. How many? Ep- I've told you I'm going to watch it. Just watch Just the first yet. like two seasons. It's a long commitment, okay? You only need the first three, and then five and six are good. But you don't need to watch those immediately. I will. Don't no need to watch season four. I, I will watch it. I've heard season four is not very good. That's when Dan Harmon left, right? He got fired, yeah. And then he got brought back. Yeah. Yeah. On Yahoo. And then it went from Yahoo to yeah, what else. Yahoo? That was the weirdest. Yeah, they were trying to make get in the streaming game. Yeah, strange. Very. We'll see when that movie comes out with the strike. So I'll check it out. Painkiller on Netflix as well. Don't know what that is. Cookie Monster Bake Sale. Are you serious? <laughs> Cookie Monster Bake Sale's back on the Max. Let's go. Yeah. Fight to Survive on the CW. The CW is still apparently a thing, even though they canceled all of their TV shows. Yeah, it's Riverdale over now. That's sort of what all they had, right? Yeah, did the finale air? I know it was soon. Did you watch Riverdale? I watched Riverdale. I watched Up the until f- when? Bro. No. So Up I, until when? The bro. first season was fine. I, I will like stand the first by season. that. The second season, fan. I hopped off on the second season. Yeah. I was smart. I mean, you to got hop like off. three episodes into the second season. You're like, okay. That's a that's a bad show. No, it was when they did like the mat. Was it like the what was the the hood guy? Was that the villain? <laughs> and then they the red hood or something. Oh, something like that. And then they revealed they're like, oh, we got him. It's this person. And then they did like, oh no, it's not this person. I was like, okay, no, I'm done. I don't want to watch this anymore. It was 
Yeah, that show. Oh, that first season was like good. It was a cool mystery, and then they just went downhill, bro. It was like it was like they just got teen weird. Teen, it was like Teen Twin Peaks. Like it was so cool, and then it just got so weird and stupid. And now they're like magic sorcerers and stuff. I'm so confused. Whatever's going on on that show. Did you know that it's about the epic highs and lows of <laughs> high school, high school football. football? That is, I think that's the funniest line I've ever heard in my life. I dropped out of school to help my not gr- not I'm weird grandma with a I'm drug different. addiction. Uh, I would like to mention. No, it is not done yet. August twenty third is the <laughs> is the final episode. This is the synopsis for the episode. It hints the episode hints that we catch up with an elderly Betty in the present timeline, back in the present day. So <laughs> I don't know what that means because I haven't watched. It's like it. multiple timelines. And longing for her former life in Riverdale, what eighty six year old Betty <laughs> turns. To a special friend to help her relive her last day of senior year with her friends as they were. Their memories restored. First of all, that's not English. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Help her relive her last day of senior year with her friends as they were, comma, their memories restored. (laughs) Did they like die? Did they lose their memories? Dude, they probably did. Dude, there's like witches and stuff in it now. Sabrina is in the universe. Sabrina's in there, and like the the redhead girls, like a uh, was actually like a dead woman from like the Cheryl. Yeah, and she's like in someone else's body or something. I don't know. And then they're all witches. And then Jughead is like the creator of the timeline. I don't know, bro. Could that special friend possibly be Guardian Angel Tabitha, who has the power to zap Betty back in time? The final season transported Betty and her friends back to the 1950s. Where they were still students in Riverdale High. The time jump was a result of Archie and his pals' epic supernatural battle with the devilish Percival Pickens and the deadly comet that was hurtling towards. What? There is a comet hurtling towards Riverdale. (laughs) But it sounds like we'll only see the present day Betty as an aged version of 1950s Betty. So it's anyone's guess if we'll see her coupled up with Archie again like we did before the jump back in the 50s. <laughs> what That's is not they, real. What did it? they? Yeah. What did they do to this show? Oh my god! I liked it when it was just like, "Who killed this guy?" Let's track him down. There can't team. still be people watching this show, right? No, there's no way. I feel like it aged out of the demographic too. Like, when did that come out? 2016, 2017, 2017. They made seven seasons. That's nuts, bro. They should have stopped it after one. Man, it was a money maker though. People got famous. But I mean, Did like, they, what are they doing outside? Yeah, of the show? I feel like they got big after like two two seasons, and then people hate Cole Sprouse now. Kimela Mendez did. Uh, How she did that movie with Maya Hawke? Yeah, that was a great movie. I love that it's movie. Good. It was really really good. Do Revenge? Yes. Think, yeah, it's a good movie. Um, Archie's not in anything because JJ Apa he did that dog movie and the movie about Jesus. Wow, he got in trouble though because he doesn't like fat people. <laughs> That's what he said. He said something <laughs> weird, like about fat people. I swear. <laughs> the the cast is just yeah. They're not in anything. Mad, uh, Madeline Pinch. She hasn't been in anything. Yeah, just none of them. Madeline Pinch. Yeah, I feel like she's been in like a couple Netflix things. Honestly, the most popular person was Luke Perry. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he did. Rest in peace. His son, though, 
wrestler in AEW. Really? Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Or just Jack Perry now because he's the bad guy. You bad boy. Interesting. uh, That's all that's coming out this week. So if you guys want to hear our Riverdale review, would it be hilarious if we just (laughs) watched the final episode? No, we just watched the final episode without watching anything. Try to try to. (laughs) We just try to clue in what. I actually think that's a good idea. Sure. We'll we'll August. There you go. You're here. August twenty third. After not watching anything since season two, but seeing clips of some stuff. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We're gonna review the the final episode. Should we review it or should we just talk about it? I don't know. We can chat about it. There you go. We'll see. Sneak preview for all of you, all you nerds (laughs) out there. Anyhow. All right. We're at an hour on the dot. Let's Let's wrap that up. Let's wrap this sucker up. A nice, I was going to say quick. An hour's not quick, but. Yeah. Hope you guys got something from that. We like to A little box office chat, a little rants about some movies. Anyhow. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be back on Friday anyway. Hard to follow up our last episode. That was a great episode. It was a fantastic episode. Yeah. We'll be back Friday. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to conclude another episode of Cinemates. We hope you enjoyed our journey through the latest box office hits. And the movies that kept us entertained over the weekend. As always, we want to extend a huge thank you to our listeners for joining us on the Cinematic Adventure. Your support and enthusiasm keeps us motivated to bring you the best of the film world. We really love that you guys reached out. Uh, we got a ton of feedback on that latest episode. We got a ton of listens, a ton of engagement. So thank you guys so much. Keep it coming. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, subscribe, rate, and share our podcast with your fellow movie lovers and friends. Uh, and rate us five stars. Absolutely. Find us on Always. TikTok as well. Yes, we're on TikTok. On Twitter. Both and of them. X posts, Michael Z. Collins, Jake underscore Schultz6, Gax Reviews on Letterbox, and Piccolo on Letterbox. And if you have any thoughts about the box office trends or movies you've recently watched or even suggestions for future episodes, or if you want to give you. us a synopsis of Riverdale, or if you want to <laughs> tell us what's going on in Riverdale, anyway, reach out to us on our social media. Every, as always, the description or the the, the All the fun the stuff links are in, in, the, the, description. in the description. You know where. Uh, your insights and ideas are always valued. So until next time, keep watching, keep discussing, and may the magic of cinema continue to enrich your days. This is Cinemates. See you Friday.